welcome, welcome to this jam-packed episode 56. We haven't, I'm not even doing like an intro, like coming back and recording after, but I already know there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of sports betting talk, a lot of NBA finals talk. Um, this is the Talk Me Out of It podcast, episode 56. I can't think of any famous 56s right now, um, but I am one of your hosts. My name is Mike Gee, and I am joined by my co-host, Alan Bookie Foreman. Alan, how's it going? You know... It's hard being the greatest in the family, you know? It's just the most knowledgeable, <laughs> um, you know, the one that everybody goes to. You know, I, I feel like The Rock. You know, everybody's leaning on me. And, uh, you know, like, you know the song, lean on me, you know, when when you're not strong. I'm, that's what I'm here for, okay? Okay, people, listen. Me and Mike are the best to ever do it when it comes to the sports betting podcast thing. Listen, uh, nobody can hang, nobody with, can hang with us. Uh, we wake up in the morning and we piss excellence. Um, and it, it it just doesn't make sense on how good we are when it comes to just sports betting. We we, we never seem to not amaze ourselves um, at our accomplishments. And if you guys are on board now and, you know, trying to take advantage of our knowledge, you know, don't try to do it later because we'll be even better and we don't need you. <laughs> yeah get get it while it's hot you got to get the stock it's just like the sons and four guy like you got it he he had he you had to get to get in while it was hot who knows he might be he might have his own podcast the sons and four podcast if they're able to uh to win this but we're gonna start this episode um the whole reason that we kind of had that intro with alan is that alan's phone's been blowing up and so i figured we'd spend at least the first couple minutes kind of explaining um, if we have some new listeners or people that aren't quite understanding um, what the um, kind of the, what the basis is when you're looking at a sports book. Now, to be clear, you know, I didn't I lived in Vegas for like two years, um, year and a half, almost two years off and on. And it wasn't until like my second full year that I even understood how like a betting line looked like and how all the different spreads worked. And so I understand that it can be a little confusing. So Alan, go ahead and set this up and then I'll I'll knock it down. So what kind of what is the confusion? What have some of these calls been about and what have you been trying to explain uh, um to um to your family? Basically, what I'm just trying to explain is the 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 different type of bets one that they can make um meaning with the uh you know, obviously you got the point spreads, you have the the money line the alternative point spreads, the total points over unders, um, and then the winning margin. Um, so what we've been bouncing back and forth is my family decided one, wanting to either take the point spread or the winning margins, and they were getting them confused, thinking they were the same thing. So they're like, "Well, why can't I take the Sun, uh, the Bucks uh, minus four and a half, essentially for the winning margin?" I'm like, "That's that's two different type of bets." I was like, "You know, just trying to." Get them to understand the winning margin. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is like the the team has to win by the three to six or the seven to nine. I was like, but if you take the Suns plus four and a half, I was like, as long as they lose within that four, like you know, by was it four or less or five or less, four or less or win out, yeah, four or less or win out, right? You win the bet, and they're like, I don't understand, and I'm just like. <laughs> Neither do I, but here's my best to try to explain it to you. No, I mean that you know that's I mean? really the being so so I guess the one part like the most important thing to understand like when you're making bets, and I think this goes back to um your return on investment and one of the reasons why 
you know, we try to do parlays or just do something that's a little interesting. It's not so much to, to, to make it easier or be more profitable. I mean, part of it is that, but you also don't want to be laying a lot of vig. You don't want to be, you know, laying a lot of wood, as it says, not the kind of uh, wood that Alan lays, um, but, you know, just um, laying wood is a, is a betting term. Did I go too far there? <laughs> I wasn't sure. I don't know if that if that kind of caught you off guard. Um, he's still silent. <laughs> I was just gonna let it ride out. I was just gonna let you have okay. it. <laughs> um, I, thanks. I I wasn't sure how how, but um, but anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm, we're we're gonna keep this in just because it's kind of. I think it's funny to hear us laugh. Um. But the one thing you don't want to do is, and, and a lot of times when people get hurt, and you'll hear about this even you know through the NBA season, where we'll have like a three-team parlay, and you know you got uh, two teams down, and the next one, and it usually was the Bucks, and which is one of the reasons why we've disliked the Bucks so much, um, is that they'll be like a minus three eighty favorite, and so. And what we mean by that is that so any number, everything is based on the $100 bet. So everything, everything, the entire language of sports betting and betting lines is based on a $100 bet. So, you know, your mom had asked like, well, if I want to bet $100 on the bucks to win outright, why am I only getting a $52 return? And the reason is, is that obviously there's a point spread there or the, there's a money line that changes. So let's do a good example, do an example that um, Alan will enjoy and that your parents might and, and your family might get upset about. But let's say that the uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, I think it's actually the season opener. So let's say that the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to play the Dallas Cowboys, which they are, I think. Yeah. Right. OK, so obviously. Uh, Dallas Cowboys haven't really had a great season. So if you look at the odds right now, which they actually have up on Nitrogen Sports, shout out to them. Um, right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a minus 278 favorite. So that means is that you have to bet $278 in order to get a $100 return. That's how that works. Conversely, the Cowboys are plus 231. So if you bet $100 on the Cowboys, you'll win an additional $231 for a $100 bet. And the reason they do that is, you know, for obviously the Tampa Bay Bucks are just coming off a Super Bowl win. I think the Cowboys ended up finishing like 7-9 and nine last year. Something like Sounds that. Something like that. Don't even matter. 6-10, and 10, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, because, well, the, 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 the Redskins won the seat, the, 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 uh, the division with like an 8-8 eight eight record, no, wasn't it? Or it was, was a losing, losing record, 7-9. Okay, so they were like 6-10, 5-11, whatever it was. You know, so some people, you know, there are some people that like, so obviously very passionate Cowboys fans might just say, I'll just bet that the Cowboys are going to win this game straight up and not get involved in the odds, right? I'm sure you've seen that. Like even Megs, when she was a guest on our podcast, uh, when we first started, you know, she had said that she was just used to making straight up bets, which is fine, but sports books aren't going to do that because somebody could easily say that, well, I'm going to bet $10,000 on the Buccaneers 
and there's more than likely that the Tampa Bay Bucks are going to win. So why would they put themselves at that kind of financial risk? Like they're going to try to hedge the heads wins. Now there are people that will bet. I think there was one guy that actually bet like it was a um, it was the um, first round of the NCAA playoffs. Um, the the March not NCAA playoffs the March mm-hmm. Madness and I think the the team that he bet on was like a minus five thousand favorite, so he literally bet like a million to win like fifty thousand. That's so dumb. That's what I'm saying too, because by, if by some miracle, like you never know what can happen. Like imagine if someone had bet like like a hundred thousand on um, Ohio. To win maybe like ten thousand against Oral Roberts. Shout out to Oral Roberts, by the way. That's a nice little plug uh-huh, for them. Uh-huh. Um, they wouldn't feel too good because <laughs> it's, it's like you can either win ten thousand, but if as what happened will show us, they lose. You know, you either going to win ten thousand or you're going to lose a hundred, and you know that's why betting lines exist. So you know, to shout out to shout out to your mom. Um. So that that's why. So that's that's why I wanted to do the explanation. So right now the bucks are at minus one ninety two. So if you bet them, the return is fifty two dollars. Now if you bet, if you want to win a hundred dollars back, then you've got to risk one hundred and ninety two dollars. Um. Or now that's if they just just to win the game. So obviously now how do we tip this? So now instead of making it to where they have to just win. That's why point spreads exist. So going back to the Tampa Bay Cowboys example. So right now the Tampa Bay Bucks are six and a half point favorites. So that's that's when you're going to get closer to even odds. Um, so that way you can, if you want to bet the Cowboys plus six and a half, I actually would think that's not a horrible bet. Alan might disagree. I'll actually give, I'll give him the floor real quick for a game that doesn't start for another two months. <laughs> but if you feel like it's going to be a close game, like you're much better off taking the six and a half points and getting minus one hundred five, so you only have to risk a hundred and five dollars to win a hundred. So if you, I, I, the the math gets really tricky. I don't even really enjoy doing it, but just for I'll just do it right now. So if you were to bet um, just a hundred dollars straight, then you would get um, just a little less than than your money back. You're paying a five percent vig. Um, so if you think it's going to be a close game and that at the worst case scenario that the Cowboys are going to lose by six, then that's why point spreads exist. It just makes it more likely. Now, conversely, you know, if you like the Tampa Bay Bucks, then you may want to just take them. If you think it's going to be a blowout or they're going to win by at least a touchdown, then you take the Tampa Bay Bucks. What I would do in this situation is find another game with a similar line to this. So going to week one of the football, and I love that we're talking about football during the um, NBA finals, (laughs) during the NBA finals. But what else are we going to do? So a good example is the Carolina Panthers versus the Jets also week one. So you can, that's why something like teases exist where you can tease down like let's here's a good example so you have the carolina panthers are a a, a four point favorite over the jets we don't know what the jets are going to look like they've got some talent but they've got a new um they've got a uh, robert Saleh, who may be a good coach maybe not we don't know um so if you were to do a six point tease with both of those teams together and so you're taking away um six points so that means that the 
Bucks would now only be favored by a half. Or if you wanted to even go the other way, which I think we did once with the um, – I think we did that. It was the Jets and the and the Chiefs, right? Where we took a six point teaser with yeah, them. and the the line went up to like thirty four, and they lost by thirty four. Oh, that was great. Um, so yeah, so that that's why like the point spreads exist. So obviously, if there's a team that's heavily favored, they're going to want you to pay more to get less of a return than if you take the point spread. So that I. Did I ramble on too far? Did that did that kind of make sense? The best thing to do is just to do it yourself. Um, you get experience actually putting the bets in, and then you'll kind of understand what's going on. Uh, did that did that kind of make sense, Alan? Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Because I know I can ramble, but um, you can but ramble. Yeah, so you, you can ramble with the best of them. <laughs> um, but so yeah, so. I'm not sure what to do here, Alan. I kind of want to buy the win for the Suns and just bet the Bucks, even though, um, even though it just heartbreak after heartbreak. Um, and Alan just experienced his most recent one, and I I think we had said so. Game so let's start with game one, actually, Alan. So let's let's talk about kind of your your thought process um, doing during for game one because you ended up betting the Bucks. So let's talk about yeah. That. So game one, my thought process was, uh, let's take the Bucks to shock the Suns. Uh, still a win on the road, and essentially just you know uh, triple my sports book real quick, and then take that money, and then bet it on the Suns to go on and win. Um, the next the next game and the series and so forth uh, was my original plan. However, we we all know, hello, it's me. Allen, uh, things don't go my way too often. So the Bucks lost, and I was like, "Well, dang, this is unfortunate." Um, but I still, I think I end up pocketing a little bit from the race to twenty. Um, so I was able to take that race to twenty bet, and I said, "Let me go ahead and game two. Uh, the Suns are gonna win." I was like, "But I'm gonna bet them to win seven to nine points instead of you know just take the risk." And they were hanging tight that entire time. It was, it was. Six points here, eight points there, seven points here, nine points there. And I'm like, we're hanging in there. They're up. Suns are up by eight. 23 seconds left in the game. Here I am thinking I'm good. I'm secured. Everything is fine. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. You know what I mean, Mike? I was ready. I was ready to take that victory. I was ready to text you. I was ready to put it in the group chat. And then the Bucks foul with 23 seconds. You're not going to win the game. You're down by eight, and the shot clock is off. Why are you still fouling? And they cost me because they fouled. And the Suns, what do they do? They sink both their free throws because that's what a good team is supposed to do. You make your free throws. If it's free, it doesn't matter what the game is there for. It doesn't matter if it's going to help you win, help you lose. You make the free throws because that's what you're paid to do. And that's what the Suns did. And thanks to the Milwaukee Bucks, I lost a bet. But here I am. Well, talk. No, well, no, not just that, Alan. Like, like, give give the details about like. So they're up, so now the now the now the Suns are up ten. Yeah. And then what happens? <laughs> uh, yeah. Because because basically the way it's been happening is that so the the Suns make their free throws. Because by the way, how crazy was that? They went twenty. Um, 
I think they went. They, I think Jay Crowder missed his final free throw. Otherwise, they would have went perfect. Twenty six for twenty six. Um, so the fact that they're making so the way that it saw at least what I saw for that last minute um, is that they were fouling. They'd make their free throws, and then the Suns basically just gave up on defense. Yeah. And it's like, here, just score, whatever. Like, just kill. You know, we're going to try to kill more time off the clock. Like, we can do this with you all day. Um, so then what happens on the final? On the final <laughs> possession, Jeff Teague, <laughs> bummy-ass boy, drives down the lane, botches the layup. Basically wide open. Like, I mean, An open the, defender, yeah. the defender like, did think, contest yeah. a little bit, but not enough to where... If you have a full head of steam and you're looking at the basket, it should deter you from missing that layup. And yeah, the the heartache, you know, I. And the Bucks just find another way to really fuck you over. Continue <laughs> to to hold me, and yet here I am, still doing the same dumb nonsense. Because I, as much as I hate Milwaukee, because just from a pure sports betting perspective because they have cost me a lot of heartache they have cost me a lot of money they have done things to me that i should just never want to even look at them on a sports book again not the case here i am again sunday morning 9 54 a.m on july 11th 2021 talking to mike gian on this podcast Telling him that I, Alan Foreman, have placed another stupid bet on the Bucks today. But hear, <laughs> hear me out, dude. <laughs> like I told you before the podcast, I've checked the Bucks' track record. Coming off of road losses and coming home, the Bucks genuinely beat their opponents in sound fashion and and not just i'm I'm not talking like uh they they lost to the nets and then they came back and blew out the bulls i'm talking like they lost to like the bulls and they came back and blew out the nets i'm talking like they lost to the the cavaliers and then came back and whooped on the 76ers at home you know what it's the quality of opponents that they have been blowing out at home and we all know how these finals work when we're at home. Um, the Suns came out hype. First finals appearance in 28 years. They're, of course, they're going to play with the intensity. They're going to play with the passion. The crowd was going crazy. You flip that. This is the first finals game for the Bucks in 48 years. That same intensity and passion is going to come out of the fan base times 10. And the players finally representing their city in the finals. I... I I believe Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, Giannis, Brooke Lopez are all too good to play how they played in Phoenix. Again, there's there's no way that the, those, besides Giannis, Giannis dropped 42 and was out here breaking records. But his supporting cast will play better at home. They'll be more comfortable at home. And even going through these playoffs, seeing them at home, the last few home games, they've won by double digits plus 10 15 i think they had a 40 point blowout by the hawks in there at one point um they're just they just did everything right at home and between the passion of my sister 
and my love and thrill for risking my entire sports book on nonsense, I went ahead and we're gonna we're gonna give ourselves some major lemon booty tonight. Uh, and that's that's the fun of it, you know. And I'm excited. Um, I'm gonna make sure I have me a good meal, and uh, <laughs> life will be great. One way or another, either I'm going to come on this <laughs> podcast the next time we record and I'm going to love on Milwaukee a little bit or I'm going to bash them even. I'm going to bash them and I, I'm not going to hold back. I'm, I'm being a little easy today because I made the bet, so I can't bash them if I'm betting on them. But let them let them let them cost me some more. See, maybe I'm doing it to myself. I don't know. You know, at the end of the day. My sister has this weird intuition. And when she has an intuition, for some reason, this woman generally gets what she is calling for. So if she is... She's the luckiest human being So I if know, she is like calling for so a Bucks... Cause she, so this is what we were talking about on the phone. She says, in her, in her mind and her heart, while she is in the aura of Las Vegas, picking machines and doing this and winning money, she had some vision that the Bucks were winning by 10 plus, but she said it was closer to 13 points. So obviously if you take the 10 to 13, that's, that's cutting it real close. So in my head, if she's so confident the Bucks win by 12 to 13 points, I'm going to play the risk factor and say that the Suns do something silly like uh, Mikel Bridges or Cam Johnson, like a younger guy does the same thing that the bucks did to me and then foul later in the game when it doesn't matter that gives us that 14 point advantage so i took the higher up in hopes that the foul game plays a role later in the game um because i i do think now i agree that this game is going to be similar to how it was in phoenix it's going to be a double digit game uh and the home team is going to pull away at the end much so like Phoenix did in the third quarter or in the fourth the third quarter in game two and the fourth quarter in game one where they just they just took over and dominated the rest of the game. Um so Mike, that long speech that I don't even know half of what I said. <laughs> I oh, good, took man. the Suns and the race to twenty. Um just because I, I think they will come out a little hot and the Bucks will, will eventually take over this game and dominate. I took the winning margin at plus eleven hundred for the Bucks to win. You heard it here first. Fourteen to sixteen. I'm glad it's Sunday so I could pray on it. <laughs> 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 and I'm glad nobody will hear this podcast until later, so I can explain myself. <laughs> if, if you can explain the way your bank account is set they up, don't, if they don't pull this off. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. With that said, um, so Alan knows this. Um, we, we haven't done a podcast since um, I think we did it Sunday. Did we do it Sunday last week, too? I think we did. Um, no, we did Saturday, so I didn't have any right? bets. Yeah. yeah, you're right. We did it. It was before we actually had, like, before we knew who was going to be in the finals. And so the day of the finals, I went wild. I probably had – so – a lot of the bets that I made, a lot of them were player props. Like I, let's. I'm just going through the bets history now. But actually, before I get to the history of what's already happened and what not happened. And by the way, like this is gonna be like if I lose, I'm gonna bet the Suns right now. I'm just gonna tell you, 
um, race of 20. I've lost, I think, my last four in a row. So um, this will be it. Like, I just, I can't keep doing it. Like, I keep betting the favorite, and I keep getting fucked over. So this time, at least they're not the favorite. They're plus one twenty six. So I don't have to. I don't have to risk as much to get a, a decent return. Um, so here are the here are the pending bets that I have right now for futures bets. So the first one, I got Chris Paul, Finals MVP at minus or at plus one fifty. He is now minus one sixty four. Um, obviously, there's nothing that you can do about it now. But if you could have, uh, would you have talked me out of this bet? No. Not at all, because if he even dominates, it, it's still a possibility that even if somehow the Bucks win the finals, he could still win finals MVP. It's happened before. Yeah. And I think you hit just for and, – and just so I can kind of clarify back on what you were saying, you're absolutely right about Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. I mean, it was basically the Giannis show in game two. Um, they were doing everything right, and they just – defensively, they're they're doing fine. Uh, but you also have three incredible offensive threats, uh, sometimes even four. I think Mikael Bridges went off in game two. I think he ended up having like 25, 26 points. Um, Jay Crowder started getting in. They made 23s. I mean, that's that's pretty hard to beat. Um, but, yeah, they will absolutely have to be good on both ends of the floor. And we'll I'll, I'm going to look at those in a little bit. Um, but before we get to that, three other futures bets here. Um so this one is just when the series will finish, and I have it going six games. We hit this last year. Um, I can't quite remember uh, what the odds we were getting. It was like a, I think it was this. We did this in October, wasn't it? Um, so we um, so this is uh, I got it at plus two hundred that it will end in game six. Doesn't matter who wins the series. Um, it'll end in game six. Uh, would you have talked me out of that? Um. As of right now, no. But before, actually, no. I don't think I would have. Six games sounded about about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So the next one and the next two are pretty simple. Um. I I didn't go with Suns and four guy. Um. I went with Suns and six. Um. So basically, just getting the series correct. So Phoenix Suns in six at plus four hundred five. And a little sprinkle, uh, not much, on Suns in five at plus three fifty-five. Um, would you have talked me out of the Suns in five? Like, do you see that being a possibility? Yeah, I would have talked you out of the Suns in five. Okay, um, so at least got that covered. I mean, let's see. So just out of just for fun here, what is so right now? Um, looks like they don't even have those odds up anymore, um, or do they? Yeah, so right now, if you wanted to, you could get plus 435 if you think the Suns are going to sweep. I don't think so. I mean, it was literally the, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the three-pointers were pretty much the the decision maker in, in game two. Um, they just got hot at the right time. And if they didn't make a lot of those threes, like even Jay Crowder made three three-pointers. Like, how often does that happen? Um, so if you, if you kind of take away some of the extra threes, and, and Devin Booker obviously went off. Um, so what, do, so what do you, um, any, any thoughts on those? Like, did I even make, did it, was I even trying to make a point there? <laughs> no, you, <laughs> you, you were making it. it like, yeah, at okay. the end of the day, um, like you said, it, they, they had players step up. The Suns did at home. Um, and the Bucks 
players did not. Uh, I think the roles will be reversed. I'm not discrediting the Suns whatsoever. Uh, they're still going to fight. I just think that at this point, Milwaukee has to come out with that same intensity, that same fire. Um, I fully believe that uh, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday will play better. Uh, they will come out firing on all cylinders. Uh, I, I, I just can't see Drew Holiday continuing to go 6 for 21 from the field. It, it, that's not that's not okay with me. It doesn't sit well with me. I can't see Chris Middleton going two for ten from the three point line any longer. Like we know he's better than that. He's proven to be better than that. Um, and I know Monty Monty Williams is going to have his boys ready. Um, but I think Coach Bud is also going to have his team ready. And and how these playoffs has been going all year, the home team has been dominant um especially with the crowd factor now so i still believe in me and my sister that the bucks win and they win handily and they make a statement saying that they're here you know this is what are they what are they called deer valley uh, this is their deer deer district deer valley was it district or valley i don't know it doesn't matter i'm not a i think it's deer district. A, i don't know even 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 van gundy got it wrong i'm not, last I'm night, not a or, like, i'm not a bucks fan so i apologize for getting your guys's mantra wrong you know what i'm saying I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, but he's but he's not sorry because you've you've literally cost him like a bank like a small it does it doesn't matter in, where we're at okay it's how we finish bucks fans okay. all right do you want to finish this season on good terms or do you want me to just blow your team into an oblivion and roast the fuck out of him it's all up to y'all. <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah. So, so yeah. Best of luck to you. So, I am actually going to try. I, I think I'm just going to bet the Bucks minus four and a half at minus one hundred eight, um, just to see. Because either way, it's it's a win. Now, if they win by four or less, I'm going to be pissed. But whatever. Like it's been it's 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 been a great it's it's been a great run. Um, speaking of uh, of coaches though. Did you uh were you did you have the volume on when you were watching uh coach Monty Williams uh give uh DeAndre that pep talk? Oh yeah, that was to? great. That was great. That's what that's what coaches are supposed to do. That's why I believe not only I was saying oh, that's why I believe he'll have his team ready. Um just based on that that small snippet alone. Because if you remember, like he didn't have a great, he had he had a, a decent amount of rebounds, but I mean, he I think he only ended up scoring like eight points the whole game. But you saw that those last few minutes made a couple of key defensive plays. Uh, uh, made I think I think he had a steal or two in there, caused a couple turnovers, and and was just um, doesn't always matter. Not always going to see it on the uh, on the box score. So um, that does bring up one thing that I wanted to to pitch to you, Alan, is that. Um, the future of basketball, as far as it's concerned, are we? So we're already seeing it right now. Obviously, Steve Nash's first season, you know, got to take take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because he had three dynamic uh, players on his team. But Steve Nash making the transition to coaching, uh, Monty Williams obviously um, having a great run as a coach. Um, do we see a, a future where it'll it'll where non players will be? the the exception rather than the rule as far as nba head coaching can you talk me out of it uh it seems like it's a lot of players converting to coaching um we got chauncey billups getting a job um uh old boy just got hired in orlando this morning um mosley i believe his name was i'm not sure. i think he was a former player um 
Yeah, Jamal uh, Mosley. Um, yeah, Jamal Mosley. Yep, he was he was a player. Jason Kidd, possibly. I don't know if he if he's the Mavericks head coach yet, but he already had a coaching job. Um, he is. Yeah. So you know what I mean, like it's it's interesting it's very interesting um i think it helps the teams helps players uh because it's something to connect to more because like sometimes if you bring in an outside coach that's never played a basketball game in his life it's kind of hard to, for you to you know put your faith in him if he's never been on the court like most coaches have played basketball at some point in their in their life they've played high school they played college you just don't it's very rare that you just come in and with very little basketball experience that you get a head coaching job. Um, I don't know. I like it. Um, I'm more, I'm just more excited about the opportunity that African-American coaches are getting uh, this off season. So that, that's also the NBA is always ahead of their time with that, you know, um, but it's just, it's just good to see for the game players, coaching players uh, to respect factor, some of these kids look up to their coaches now. Like, imagine you're you're one of your if you're a favorite player growing up was Chauncey Billups, and then now you get drafted, and Chauncey Billups is your head coach. That's you learning from your idol. You're gonna be listening. You're gonna be attentive, and you're gonna soak in everything he's gonna tell you, and that's only gonna make you a better player. Um, so I like it from that that aspect, and we'll just see how it goes from there. You know, life is. Yeah, it's, solid. it's it, it's very different, like having somebody that actually understands like how to handle because it's it's a lot different than college, right? Like you, college kids, you know, they're they're still they're still children basically, and you know, a lot of times there's there's there there has to be kind of they're they're still kind of used to having that authoritarian figure, but once you get to the pros, like you're you're dealing with grown men, and I think a lot of people don't really understand that dynamic of dealing with with grown men. And even even at 22, 23, like you can't treat everybody the same. You can't have like this utilitarian kind of mindset where everyone gets treated the same because like, well, first of all, you know, the, you have those teams like the, like the, the, the LeBron, the LeBron led teams where, you know, what are you going to, what are you going to tell LeBron James to do? Like, how are you, like, if you're, if you're just some guy that's been a coach his whole life and tried to explain to him how to play basketball, like how well is that going to go? So yeah, I, I agree. Like I, I, I love the fact that, that players are, are taking that role and they're having success. Like, look at Steve Kerr. Like how many titles do you think he'll end up with when his basketball career is just completely over? Exactly. Like that's, that's on, you know. 20 years ago, you would never even thought of that. Like Phil Jackson was a player, but he wasn't, he won one title with the Knicks and, you know, so, so that's kind of it, but you're getting players with like, you know, five, you know, anywhere between one to five NBA championships switching to coaching. So it's really cool to see. Um, so as far as that's concerned, I think that is all I had as far as the NBA finals. Uh, they don't have, we don't have any player props up yet. Um, I don't know if there's a player that you feel like will have. Would you? So let's let's assume that like Chris Middleton is like at plus like eighteen and a half for total points for the game. Would you take the over there? Like who do you? Or actually, I'll ask it a different way. Who do you feel will have is more likely to have a game where they'll hit their over by a lot? Would it be Middleton or Holiday? Nah, Middleton. Oh, well, depending on what Holiday's okay. over is, but Middleton would be my my for sure. 
Like I'm gonna guess and say it's like sixteen and a half, and then maybe for for Middleton, and then maybe like twenty and a half for for Holiday. They don't have them yet, but I mean, I have to imagine. Like I don't have any any scoop on this. Um, so let's see here. Yeah, they don't have it yet, but. Um, so some other uh, fun bets that I've been making. Uh, first half total, I've gone. I got I got really hosed in game one. Game two wasn't even close. Um, so I probably stay away from that. Um, race to twenty. Uh, are you gonna participate in that one, Alan? Yeah, I thought. Uh, I guess you didn't hear. I I put it in for the Suns. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do the same. Maybe we'll do a little uh, live stream there. Um, what time is the game tonight? Anyway, six o'clock. Is it five? Six? Okay. I hope it's six. Oh, no, five. It's Ooh, at five. It cuts my drive in an hour short. That's fine. That's fine. You're going to you're gonna ball out because everyone in, in Phoenix is going to be ordering all kinds of like ATL wings and and uh, I don't know. What else do, what else do wholesome white folks order from, from DoorDash? You'd know better than I do. Bro, I don't even know what they be ordering. Firehouse sub out here, bro. <laughs> That's what they be ordering. <laughs> Firehouse sub and fucking... <laughs> pizza doesn't matter from where yeah, a lot of pizza yeah just yeah just just get yeah you'll be you I, I have a feeling that it's going to be a it's going to be a nice busy day for you yeah. um so j- you're you're more of the basketball expert than i am so overall first two games what have kind of been your um your thoughts as far as like the quality of play like are people getting um their money's worth the, you know true basketball fans and even like you know middling basketball fans like have you been impressed with what with what you've seen so far yeah from uh i mean like from the the standpoint of watching milwaukee refuse to make adjustments um and that's just not hating on them just because it's clear that they they had a plan and they're going to stick with it and they did not make any in-game adjustments for the most part through the first couple of games but just seeing the pure ball movement um from the suns um, but there was that one play that ended in uh, Aiton getting a bucket and a foul on an and one. But they passed the ball. Yeah, they made like seven was, passes was, in like it 10 was ten seconds. passes. I counted. <laughs> I went back. They had ten oh, passes wow. uh, that led to a bucket, and that's just pure poetic basketball. Like that's the epitome of basketball. That's why it is a team game. That means ten passes. Every player could have. I don't think they did, but could have touched the ball twice in a 24-second span to get a bucket. And that is absolutely beautiful. Um, seeing Giannis dominate, putting up 42, looking nearly unstoppable, has been beautiful to watch. Regardless of their winning or losing, it, it's still a pleasure to see. Um, so, yeah, I would say the two games, if you're not happy, uh, yeah, they're Suns won by 10, Suns won by 8. Or thirteen. I don't know. I know that they scored one eighteen in both games. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's so. I mean, it's what I've what I've seen is just you know a, a lot of like what are you gonna? Do? It's very difficult to win basketball games. I feel, and this goes for probably any team sport when like one guy can just have his way, and that's what I've seen from Chris Paul in these first two games, where it's like okay, they'll try they'll try like a mini adjustment. And like you can't double him because he's such a great passer. If you switch him on to another defender that he can beat, he's gonna beat him and then get his nice little you know twelve foot floater. 
or he's just or if he, if he catches you looking he's just gonna drain a three from you know 28 29 feet it's just like it's very difficult to do similar to what happened with like i i would say like the biggest difference between the two teams is that the at least four players on the suns at any given night have been playing well and on the other side it's been Giannis, who you know shout out to him though he deserves all the credit in the world for what he did in in game one and two especially two where he literally just took the ball and and just and just wanted to make things happen um but that's really the difference so um can you talk me out of it that it's it's really it's really difficult to to win when one team is just has more players that are playing well yeah 100 percent. it's a it's a team game for a reason um if you have four players playing well to one uh it's very unlikely that that one person is going to outperform four people um on the stat sheet and that's what the suns did getting 27 from mikhail bridges uh you you kind of grown accustomed to the 31 from devin booker you're 20 from chris paul you're you know you're off the bench 12 for cam for cameron Payne. you're 10 and 10 or 10 and 15 or 15 and 10 from Aiton. uh crowder if crowder pitches in you're getting 10 plus from him it's tough to beat uh, especially when milwaukee is relying on their stars Giannis gave you 42 you would hope middleton can give you 25 plus but he didn't you would hope drew holiday can give you 20 plus but he didn't uh you expect uh, Codvin, 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 Covington. I don't even know his name. Yeah, I can't pronounce Covington. his name either. Co- yeah. Covington, Coffin? Covington. No. You you come to grow accustomed to him making three to four threes a game for you. Uh, so when his shot's not falling, Brooke Lopez can also shoot and dominate in the paint. But if he's just strictly playing outside on the three point line at seven foot tall, you're, you're you're hurting your team at that point. Go ahead and get in the paint, get some easy buckets. Um, you know, that's why I believe the series will change uh, tonight. It's just because they're at home. They're comfortable. It's their rim. It's their court. It's their fans. Uh, I think they'll get back to doing what they did all season, and they'll be playing well. Okay. Um, yeah, I like it. Um, so as far as bets, other other little fun bets I could do. So the over-under is 221.5. So obviously the, the Suns have – scored 118 points in both games one and two and i don't see that really happening here so i actually i'm kind of feeling the under right now i think that the the bucks will will be able to shut up down the crowd will certainly play a factor and even if who regardless of who wins i think it'll it'll probably be like a 105 to 109 kind of game can you talk me out of it i I can't then I'm that I'm a fool. Then I'm a fool if I talk you out of it. Because then I already placed the bet, Mike. I can't talk you out of it. I placed the <laughs> bet already, Mike. I can't do it. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be such fun. Um, we're basically just trying to 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 empty the clip. Um, I mean, not the not the not all the way. We're just. I, I I'm kind of thinking that like I didn't pitch this out or I didn't put it on Instagram or anything, but just kind of like our NBA Finals frenzy where. It's our last, um, I've kind of, um, you know, uninformedly decided that I think we should just stick to what we're good at and what we're good, what we know is, I mean, if we want to do some, some other fun podcasts, but, um, this is essentially like the, the NBA finals will be like the last of our season. 
uh, we went crazy. We went really crazy in the in the Super Bowl. Um, so the the Super Bowl and the NBA Finals will be like our time to just go crazy and just make as many bets as we can um, while still being smart. And so yeah, we're just we've. I think I've I think I've made at least seven to eight bets both per game for the first two games, and I'm going to be doing the same. So right now, Alan, I have the race to twenty. Phoenix Suns, please just one time, just get one of these. My God, um, I got the Bucks. I already mentioned that at minus four and a half. Um, obviously, I just said that the under would be like one hundred five, one hundred nine, but I I honestly feel like it can be. Um, you know, ninety. They could honestly be like a hundred to one hundred and thirteen, or one hundred and fourteen, I should say, for for Allen. So one hundred to one hundred and fourteen, and that still gets the under, um, and also gets Allen his big win and tie. I don't know if uh, I don't know if the sports books, the Vegas sports books, will offer that, but if they do, um, I have a feeling. Did she say that she was going to try to make that better? Or did she just say she had a no? She was she was going. She was on her way. She's already at the MGM. That's what I slept. She was on her way downstairs. So okay. she is. I'm gonna call her when we're done to confirm. But uh, yeah, nah. She was full intent of putting a hundred or two hundred dollars on this game. Okay. I like it, man. What have we, what have we done with this podcast, bro? We're changing lives. <laughs> <laughs> we are life changers. Oh man, we're have yeah, we're having we're 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 a fun having bunch. Um, shout out to Nitrogen uh, for making all of this fun. Uh, if you want to bet now, you obviously if you can't, you know, just hop on a plane and head out to Vegas to to join some betting, and you have maybe a little Bitcoin. Uh, you want to start moving that around, start start stacking it up that way. You can join us on Nitrogen Sports. Uh, they provide everything from uh, all the all the casino games that you could ask for, slots. Um, uh, what else is there? What other gambling games are there? God, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling today. <laughs> uh, Blackjack, Baccarat. You can be out there like Chris Tucker. Poker. Anything you want, any any kind of gambling action you want, you can get it on there. You'll get your money fast. And as always, there will be a link in the description of this podcast where you can sign up for an account, do your two-factor authentication, all that fun stuff, and get yourself um, get yourself some some of this betting action and join us. Have some fun. You can join our private Snapchat group where we talk about bets and and crazy crazy fun stuff that we do. Um, one other thing I wanted to do, just a quick checkup here. So, Alan, I actually did. Um, unfortunately, it was with the free bracket that we got through nitro through nitrogen. Uh, the paid one, I had LA winning the title, and I will never do that again. Like I don't care who they have on their team. We already know I'm uh, extremely anti LeBron. Um, but with that said, oh, the, look, by the way, Alan, they have a free. They're offering a free nitro bracket or, or nitro uh, square today too Ooh, interesting so if you want to if you want to dig into there and get yourself some action let's see are they still requiring live bets because i don't really see straight singles okay cool does not have to be yeah it's kind of weird they were saying like you can do a you know do a live nba bet it's like how can i do a live nba bet it's sunday (laughs) the next game is a finals game um so that takes care of that um Oh, they, what's this? They had something else new here, Alan. So 
Let's do this. This will be fun. So right now, they also are offering a Nitro score. I think we can participate in this as long as you put um, 2.2 millibits on, on a single wager, uh, which is about six, seven, six, just a little under $7. Um, so right now, they're offering Brandon, or sorry, not Brandon. Who's Brandon? So Alan, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, they are offering, um, so Giannis points and rebounds. Versus eight in points and rebounds for a square. Oh, that's uh... so you so you take their totals and then you take the last number of whatever we think that is and you pick a square. So let's do it now because I think I have, I think I already have a square, a, a one that I can do this with. So let's take a look here. This is some live betting action here, folks. We are so let's see. So what it? So if he has. I think Giannis is going to go off. I think we can agree on that, yes. right? So he's going to probably have at least 38. And so maybe 38 and 10. I'm going to say just for, I'm going to say it maybe not as maybe he'll have a little more, a few more assists to kick out to some open threes. So I'm going to say 36 and 11 for a total of 47 for Giannis. And on top of that, I am going to go with Aiton. He's going to have kind of a close game closer to what he had to game one. So it's going to be, uh, I'm going to say, 20 points and 15 rebounds. So I am going to take the 7-5 to five square. Okay. If it lets me. Is it going to let me? When is this open? Is it not, is it not open yet? It's for today. What time does it open? Let me pick. Oh, there we go. Okay. So the seven five one is actually open. There's nobody's even taken that one yet. So that's cool. So what are you thinking, Alan? Uh no, I, I like I like what you're I like what you're thinking. I'm I'm all here for it. Um Yeah, no. Nah, I'm I'm about it. I'm about it. Okay. Are you gonna pick a different one or I, I'm looking at the scores myself here now, but I'm doing the free one. Okay. Um, first, and then I will look into the other ones here in a second. How is this bet slip invalid? What are you talking about? Because for some reason it keeps telling me I need to log in, but I am logged in. It won't let me choose the square. Squaw. Come on, where are you? Um. So what is it? Am I? Did I read this wrong? I need to start making bets. Straight singles or parlay bets that at least feature one on the NBA. How about this one? There we go. Okay, I'm in. So I've got the seven five square. So just while you're while you're taking a look, so we got seven seven might not or even nine seven might not be bad because it could be like a thirty nine or thirty six points, thirteen rebounds, and it looks like somebody's going to win this because there's a lot of slots available. But obviously, you want to try to pick one that someone else hasn't picked so you don't have to split the prize pool in case it hits. Uh, looks like this is already full. That's why I can't bet. Which the one? Free. The full? Yeah. The free one? It's cheap, bastards. Yeah, zero, 0,500 Fuck. spots available. Oh, wow. That's stupid. Yep, everybody already... See, that's why you can't. That's why you can't give free shit to to sports betters because they're just all over it. Like this game doesn't start for six fucking hours. Like, what are y'all doing? Damn, that's wild. 
So <laughs> <laughs> that's literally man. That makes me mad. It's like just diggity damn. <laughs> do you have a bet with at least point two on it? I have one with point three, so I'm about to do this big. This okay, big money one. so you can do that. Okay, I'll do this big money one. I'm gonna do the three to seven. For the for the eight and Giannis no, no, one or for because I, I bet them to win by fourteen so I need a four point differential there. So I'm okay. Them... Well, the the big money one, the one where you can win a thousand, you gotta that's that's twenty units. Uh, wait, point oh three. That's not the minimum. That's not. Yeah, that's that one is point zero zero two. That's like sixty six. That you have to make a bet that's worth like at least like sixty five dollars. The one that where you can win three fifty is one that you can do with 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 that one. But it accepted my entry. Oh, okay. I mean, it, that happened. To, remember that happened to me too. And then they'll decide whether or not they're going to give it to you or not. Oh, yeah, because it says minimum buy in point zero 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 two. Oh, okay. So you got okay if you got point zero 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 two zero zero two. So two zeros and a two. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's like a sixty dollar bet. So, but we'll the see. Bet I did was, um, I did point three five on my bet slip. Okay, so, and while well, the reason there's a confusion there is because on the sports book, it's actually they actually do it in millibits. Yeah. The way they have it put here is in actual Bitcoin. So, the bet that I mean, we'll see. I mean, if they pay it out to you, that would be pretty cool. Um, well, it's, it's accepted at the moment, so <laughs> I have the square. It's all good. All right, so we got that going. Um, let's do another one here. So as far as that game is concerned, let's see here. What do I have here? Do I have another one that I can that I can dump on here? I guess they don't want the the race of twenties. Um, when did I make these? I made these a while ago. Yeah, I'll just stick with that one. I like the Giannis. I like the Giannis Satan one. That, I think I'll just yeah. stick with that. Um, but before we get too sidetracked, so let me go back to this um, to this nitro bracket. So the free one that I filled out, I only missed three teams. Yeah, so I missed the Jazz um, beating the Clippers. I missed the Knicks beating the Hawks, and I missed the Seventy Sixers um, beating the. Who are they supposed to beat? Oh, they were well. They were supposed to make it to round two, but they didn't because they lost to the Hawks. Um, so right now, I am currently fifth out of three hundred and sixteen entries, and fifth place right now. What really sucks though is that there's teams on here that actually have the Suns to win. They have the Bucks in the finals, and they missed one fewer game. So there's nothing I can do to beat them straight up because they have one fewer loss than I do. Or in some cases, two fewer losses. Um, man, that's so. That's I just I just wanted to kind of cry <laughs> to myself because it really hurts. Um, so if I just missed one, I'd probably be in the top three. And let's see, the top winner wins like I think like fifteen units. Yeah, so I think it's like ninety bucks. If I keep my position, I end up winning like. What is that like twenty? Eh, whatever. I'll just bet it on something stupid. Um, so yeah, so that was just some, a key moment. Um, so make sure to keep up with all that stuff. The uh, the nitro brackets, um, all that good stuff. Wow, we almost covered an hour. 
Um, anything else you want to talk about, Alan? Nah, I'm just uh, I'm just excited to uh, for the game in a couple hours. That's all. I'm just I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. Yep, it's gonna be fun. Uh, we might do a, a live stream um, just for the race to twenty. Um, are you? How are you watching the game? Are you able to get like just the basic cable on your TV, or do you still have to stream? Uh, it? I was thinking about getting YouTube TV today, so that way I can watch it on TV. Um, but I'm not entirely oh, sure okay because it's a two week free trial if you sign up now. Well, maybe I can cancel it. Okay, but if I like it, I might. I might keep it. It's a little pricey. It's gonna be like sixty plus dollars a month but it's cheaper than what i was paying well, for cable so all together with cable and internet my bill was 220 if i do it now it's only going to be 105 dollars all together oh, okay that's cool um let's see so yeah let's go um i guess let's go bucks i can't believe i'm even saying that shit but let's go let's go bucks uh let's win by 14 let's make your free throws at the end of the game to kind of pad up that lead if you have it um we will be back uh what's your schedule do you have any uh, do you have any like mid or closing shifts this coming week um i don't know i think i'm off on tuesday okay we might do like a see and then by the way just real quick i think that's also a benefit to the suns especially after chris paul played so many minutes that they actually have a game they had their first two games quickly, and then they had a three-day, a two-day, a full two days to rest, and then they're going to have another full two days to rest. So maybe we'll do a, a like a Tuesday podcast preview for this upcoming game since the season's almost over. And um, so stay safe out there. Um, obviously, let's go. We already got our Suns bet cleared, so let's just go to whoever our bets are on tonight. Um, enjoy the games, um, and yeah, we'll see you. Uh, we'll probably see you on Tuesday. Peace. <laughs>